Previously on the Damage Guild podcast. Anton starts checking on all of the goods. Elshaz volunteers to head down there also. Well, if he's heading down there, we're definitely heading down there. Yeah, just do some inventory. (laughs) He seems calmer after he looks around. Guys, we need to find out what's in that box. Yeah, we do. He probably thinks the Sahuagin took it. Uh, As I go over to Elshaz's bag, reach inside and look for a key. You do indeed find a small iron key. I brandish the key and I will turn it until I hear a click. Inside the box a stack of parchment maps. These talk about where we've been. The other parchments are written in script that you are unfamiliar with and a small pouch. Shiny silver shavings. You arrive at Nanept. We're back, Almar. I give him a bear hug. So glad to see that you're safe. (laughs) We're gonna investigate and let you know what we find. Take us to the seediest tavern you know of. You make your way towards the seediest tavern that you know of, and night begins to fall on the city. City, look out! Night is falling! Oh, okay. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. Continue. Night falls on the city as you leave through the gates and enter the Fisherman's Wharf, which is located in the southwestern section of the city, outside the wall. The air reeks of rotten and fresh fish alike as you walk through the Fisherman's Wharf district. Crushed seashells pave the walkways, crunching underfoot with each step. The buildings are mostly single-story dwellings constructed of wattle and daub with wooden shingles. Fish hang in open windows, drying in the last rays of sunlight. People go about their daily lives seemingly unaware or unconcerned with the smell. There are few horses or other animals, with most people instead using handcarts for any large loads. You near your destination, a large two-story tavern with light and laughter streaming from its windows. The sign hanging over the door depicts a salt shaker sprinkling its contents onto an unsuspecting slug. The air <laughs> smells of alcohol and roasted fish. <laughs> Is it called the salty slug? <laughs> Salted slug? The salted the slug, salted yes. slug, alright. Ah, no place like home. <laughs> <laughs> so you head inside? Yes, of course. We have gold to spend and people to... Spend it on. Never really divvied up your gold, did you? That was spending the gold on me. I don't know about you. Yeah. <laughs> we never did, actually, but that's okay. We'll figure it out when we're drunk. It's the best time to do monetary transactions. Oh, yeah. Always. So you enter the tavern to see the room packed with patrons, loudly carousing as they clink their mugs together and spill alcohol on the floor and themselves. Stairs in the back lead up to the second floor, which is set up as a balcony where less drunken guests are able to look down on the ground level. A few barmaids are waiting tables, and the bartender struggles to keep the bar clean between refilling mugs. One of the barmaids looks over at you as a small chime rings overhead, then scouts the room and points at an empty table by the stairs towards the back. Be right with you, she shouts over the noise. (laughs) Alright, we take our seats at the table. So the seat's a plain wooden bench with no back, and parts of the table are still wet with something or other when you sit down. (laughs) (laughs) Rather than put Stripey on the table, I will just hold him, because I don't want him getting all wet and weird with whatever that is. Shabba, would you mind uh, wiping this down before we take a seat? <laughs> I would I would love to, but I don't have anything to wipe it down with. Well, I mean, you've got a big piece of cloth in your hands right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see what I have in my supplies. Um, I have a... 
nope, I don't have anything that I can wipe it down with. Whatever happened to that bandana? Oh, yeah. Um, the really small one? The little squares, yeah. Yeah, I think your parrot is wearing that. Whatever happened to your parrot, by the way? Is he on your shoulder? Wait, who has a parrot? I thought maybe we lost him in the Safogon attack. <laughs> no, you still have it. He valiantly stood against the fishmen. Tokus got rid of his little tentacle monster to distract the Ankegs, but then he made a parrot on the ship. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Asla, you remember my parrot. Of course, of course I do. Yeah. I don't remember his name, though. I don't think I named it. We'll have to work on that. Can you have your parrot uh, clean up the table for us? Sure. So I, I wind him up and let him loose, and it, it walks around the table. Dragging a little cloth behind it. Um, no, that's fine. Well, I'll, I'll take a seat. Yeah, same. All right. So you're all sitting at the table with the parrot hopping around on it. I'll sit in the middle, since it's a bench seat. And you're not sitting on both sides? Oh, I thought it's just one bench with, like, the table against the wall or something. Okay, yeah, that's fine. I'll, I'll take one side, I guess. The barmaid that directed you to the table to begin with comes up to you after another couple minutes. And you see the woman is just slightly on the plump side with shoulder-length curly brown hair and a rather immodest dress and apron mm-hmm. covered with both old stains and recent spills. Welcome to the Salted Slug. Name's Winifrey. What'll it be, boys? Well, uh, first of all, I was wondering if you might wipe down the table for us. It's a little grimy. <sighs> sure thing. She takes out a rag that doesn't look much cleaner than the table <laughs> and gives it a few half-hearted wipes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, uh, what are you guys in the mood for tonight? Yes, could we please have the menu? <laughs> you want a menu, huh? S'il vous plaît. S'il vous plaît. <laughs> I'll have the roast pheasant tonight, please. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we've got fish and alcohol. What do you want? <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll, I'll fish, take please. the fish. Yeah. yeah, I'll have one of each, please. <laughs> <laughs> All right, coming right up. And she walks away. Oh, I forgot to tell her I wanted mine blackened. No! (laughs) And And plain, plain. too. Dude, it's going to have seasonings all over it. And then it was too late. You actually hear shouts come from the opposite corner of the tavern as a man upends a table spilling drinks all over the floor and grabs another man by the collar in front of him. Bar fight! Bar fight! Yeah, I gotta see this. I'm gonna walk over and check it out. Yeah, yeah, let's Uh, go. Can I make some kind of roll to see if this is, like, just two drunk guys fighting, or is this, like, something more serious? I guess an insight check. Okay. 16? Well, they both definitely look drunk. It seems like he's probably just angry about something that was said or done. Okay. A few of the closest patrons glance over as the guy stands up, but most of the people just don't pay any attention. You see that sort of thing in the slimy slug? <laughs> the, salted <laughs> the, slug. Sl- the salted slug? Oh. If you salt a slug, doesn't it disintegrate? Yeah. It sure does. It does. Like, don't they, like, shrivel and, like, eeeh, like, mm-hmm. ah! <laughs> Yeah. They you know, if like a it. slug could make sounds? Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> it's an interesting choice in name. Pretty gross. The salty slug. The crusty crab. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll get up and go over and with uh, Stripey on my shoulder and try and get a closer look to see what, try to determine what it's about, what the, why they're fighting. I think Aslo is sort of accustomed to this kind of thing, and so he actually doesn't, isn't that interested. He'll just s- stay where he is. Okay. In that case, I'll leave Stripey with you, because I know how much you like him. <laughs> yeah, I want to go check out the fight. Yeah. So the two of you start walking across the floor of the tavern. It looks like uh, one of the angry man's friends who was sitting next to him is making an effort to calm him down, like holding up his arms, saying something you can't hear over the noise. 
I guess we missed it, Shaba. I was hoping he'd slug him. He's holding the man up by the scruff of the neck, but after a few more seconds, he kind of reluctantly puts him back down on the ground. This is a big guy if he's just picking up the other guy. Yeah. Yeah, they're all pretty strong, large men. Well, while we're over here in this part of the bar, let's take the opportunity, Tokus, to kind of scan the room and see if we can identify any sort of roguish-looking characters. Cloak and dagger? Yeah. Hmm. All right, I will make one of those checkeroonies. So perhaps an investigation check? Or insight or perception? perception. And what, what am I checking for? What, what am I looking for? People who, who look like they might know their way around a... Say a lock. Like face tattoos or... It's always hard to tell between some of those. With something like this, I would think perception because you're just looking for certain characteristics on a person. I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. I guess, yeah. Or insight because you're trying to figure out what the person is like. Hmm. How about either? (laughs) Yeah, I'm not good at any of the checks you just listed except for one. (laughs) (laughs) It's not the job for my character. Give me either investigation or perception. Okay. Sweet. I will investigate. Crap, man. I got a six. I guess how would investigation work? Am I like sizing these people up and down? Like as, as a small person, I guess I'm like walking underneath their cloaks and checking for like <laughs> hidden weapons or yeah. lock picking kits. Because I rolled very well. I'm trying to figure out how you're going to like role play this. I think you're probably just looking around the room and kind of inspecting people one at a time, examining what they're wearing, what they've got. Mm-hmm. So just like come up to them and like, hmm, no, 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 you won't do. You Like I'm saying this all out loud. Like, no, you won't do. And move on to the next person. So I got a 22. Okay. On the ground floor, a lot of people here seem kind of shady, but not necessarily anyone that looks like they would do a job for you. You could try going upstairs and checking the upper level. Hmm. Okay, yeah. There's no, there's like a loft up there, balcony or whatever. Yeah, it's a balcony that goes and rings the whole upper floor. Oh, awesome, dude. That's sweet. Meanwhile, I'll look around to see if there's anyone here that I recognize. Uh, make a perception check. A full-scale bar brawl in a place like this would be epic. <laughs> you should throw a chair. <laughs> yeah. uh, 16. You recognize a couple of people sitting at a table as people you've seen here before, but no one you're particularly close with. Okay. Like, you've, you've had a couple of conversations with them back when you were still trying to perform here. Yeah. So the other two of you head upstairs? Yeah. I'm going to take my drink with me. Your drinks haven't arrived yet. No, we haven't gotten our drinks. <laughs> what? We didn't get our drinks? You left the table almost as soon as you ordered. But Shaba, we can't go upstairs until we get our drinks. Uh, should we wait for our drinks to come and then go? Yeah, up? You, you can't. You can't go upstairs and start a conversation if you don't have a drink. Like right. drinks are conversation starters. <laughs> they ease the social norm. Yeah, if I don't have a drink, then how am I going to pick the strongest looking guy in the bar and splash it in his face? <laughs> All right. So you sit back down at your table while you wait for your drinks to come. Winifrey comes back and sets down your large, oversized mugs, as well as a wooden plate with some fish on it, for those who ordered it. So when you say oversized mugs, you're saying, like, I have to do... It's like a bucket to me, right? (laughs) And maybe Aslo? It's a two-handed weapon. Probably for the two small of you, small people, yes. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I put my face in it and drink from it. (laughs) I just dunk my head in. It tastes about as you would expect from low-class alcohol that you're not even sure what type it is. (laughs) 
Did we get our fish? Yeah, you got your fish. Oh, that's true. I only ordered fish. Yeah. Was it good? Before the barmaid leaves, I say, "We'll uh, we'll uh, start a tab, and it's on it's on this guy." I thumb over to Asla. <laughs> the boss is taking us out for a business dinner. Do I hear that? Uh, in celebration of a job well done. I don't see why you wouldn't hear that. <laughs> I say, it's coming out of party gold. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> All right. I leave my fish on the table, actually. I'll let Stripey dig at it, and I'll just eat what's left when we come back. <laughs> and I'll grab my mug and say, well, who'd like to join me upstairs? Okay, so I don't bring my mug because it's too big and heavy. Ah, uh, yeah. But I will true. come upstairs with you, Shava. Well, you can sip off mine if you get thirsty. I'll take a, <laughs> a quick bite of my fish because uh, I'm really hungry, and then I'll join you. Yeah, I didn't like the fish because it was seasoned, so I took a few bites. And <laughs> So you're now just leaving Stripey alone at the table with two plates of fish. <laughs> yeah, he'll, he'll love it, but at least it's a balcony that wraps around so I can keep an eye on him from up there. Mm. I'll make sure to always to like check on him every couple of minutes to make sure he's fine. But hey, if he eats your guys' food, then I can't be blamed. Well, I see it as leaving like a watchdog over our food to make sure no one else tries and eats it. Oh yeah, he definitely won't let anybody else get close to it. <laughs> Didn't want it anyway. Alright, so we, uh, we stroll upstairs. We swag upstairs, the three of us. <laughs> Rolling in the club. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the wooden boards creak under your weight, but you manage to make it up safely. And looking around, you see it's not quite as densely populated up here as it is on the ground floor. And the patrons seem a little bit better behaved. There's less rowdiness and a little bit quieter compared to the downstairs. I put on a monocle and try to act more refined. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is where all the kingpins hang out. Mm, crime lords. This is where all the guys who are, you know, a little bit above the, uh, the rabble. Yeah, a couple of strong-looking men at a table just a little bit away from the top of the stairs look over at you as you step up. I give them a little nod. What's up? And I'm going to perceive... In the upstairs. Okay. So they don't respond to you, but, but they just keep on watching, kind of out of this sideways glance at you. Okay. I got a 15. Looking around, trying to see any roguey dudes, people. Uh, between you and Tokus, you are able to spot a small group of people in the far corner who are all in cloaks. They seem particularly shady, I'll just say that. All right. <laughs> now we're talking. Those look specialized. <laughs> Don't look now, fellas, but I think we just hit the jackpot. How many are in this circle? There's one person sitting on the side next to the wall and then two people opposite them. Mm, three on three. We can take them. <laughs> <laughs> no, Tokus, we're not trying to start a fight. We're here to hire someone, remember? That's right. We need a, a, a mercenary, a contractor. Yeah going to subcontract some work to you. So we uh, stroll over. Okay, as you take your first few steps towards the table, you hear the bench shifting behind you as one of the big strong men stands up and Ooh. moves in. Oh my! <laughs> Alright, I, I turn around and I grab Aslo and Tokus each by the collar and I lift them up so their faces are right next to mine. <laughs> and I say, you got something to say? Go ahead, Aslo. You can say it to all of us. Is that what, is that what you were trying to get me to say? <laughs> Whatever you were just about to say, oh. go for it. <clears throat> uh, hi there. Good, sir. You're now looking down at him, which is unfamiliar <laughs> to you. <laughs> yes, very strange. My neck is not used to being in this position or having my collar, like, you know, pulling at my throat. But nonetheless, <laughs> yeah. I say, um, good day and well met. 
Uh, I pray that you are finding this establishment perfectly enjoyable. You might remember me. My name is uh, uh, Aslo Tendertoe. I've frequented this establishment a few times myself. How are you today? I recognize you. You're one of those... You got thrown out of here because you couldn't play anything when they put you up on stage. Ah, my reputation precedes me. (laughs) Good to see you again, old friend. Listen, we're just kind of taking a walk around, just trying to talk to some people, uh, meet some new friendly faces, and... um, Who are you trying to meet? Um, we were sort of uh, heading in that direction, and I point over to the seated, uh, hooded guys. Look, if you've got business with them, you'll have to wait. Oh, why is that? Why is that? We like things done in an orderly fashion here. Oh. You'll wait your turn. Do we need to make an appointment? Do we need to take one of those little ticket things? (laughs) Take a number. Sit tight. We'll get you. All right. Okay. Sounds great. And I put the two guys down on the floor. (laughs) I say, either of you guys need a drink? Oh, yeah. How are you carrying both of them and your mug? I handed my mug to Tokus first. <laughs> oh, okay, so I'm holding it? Yeah. I put, I put my face in it and I drink from it. <laughs> okay, all right, that's enough. No, that's fine. Take as much as you want. So the guy is still standing there and he kind of crosses his arms and waits for you to move. I elbow Shaba and say, hey, can you can you pick me up again? Uh, yes. I pick him, I've just used both hands now to, to pick him up and lift him until he's right next to me. I just wanted to make sure he could hear me. Uh, should we should we stay here or should we go back to our table? Will you know where to find us? We'll find you. Very well. We're sitting right down there and I point down to our table where Stripey is eating all the fish. <laughs> you see he's made his way halfway through your meal already. <laughs> well, we better get down there. Thank you, sir. Talk to you soon. And we go back down and sit. You go back to enjoying your meal? There's occasional almost fights. You see a few people collapse in their drunkenness. Someone gets picked up and thrown outside for (laughs) causing a commotion. Nothing that you wouldn't expect from a place like this. Is there live music? Um, not right now, but there is a small stage in the corner. Open mic night starts at 10.30. (laughs) I elbow Aslo and say, huh? Huh? Work on that stage, Friday, yours. I kind of look back at him and I'm like, yeah, I... That's that's not going to happen right now. I mean, you know that story already, Tokus. Aslo's on the wagon. Well, no time like the present. <laughs> no, that's something I'm going to have to work on slowly over time. That's I don't think that's just going to come back to me. Well, if you ever need a backing band, happy to reprogram my music box. That's right. Yeah, we still need to jam sometime. And uh, Shaba here. I can beat on my drum. Yeah, he knows music theory now. <laughs> that's right. Right around the time that you're finishing up your meals, your barmaid comes back to you and says, All right, you're wanted upstairs. Oh, thank you very much. All right, we roll out. Head upstairs. She collects your plates and mugs and doesn't look like she's going to bother cleaning the table. (laughs) Uh, I'm wondering if I shouldn't bring Stripey this time. I assume we've finished our ales. Uh, So I don't have... I'm not holding my thing. Yeah, I'll put Stripey on my shoulder. Okay. Pretty sure, like, I would die if I had drank that whole bucket, so... (laughs) I probably didn't finish mine, Shaba. (laughs) I probably finished yours for you. I I say, Shaba, uh, maybe you want to put Stripey in your cloak somewhere? I just don't want to... I just don't want to scare these people away before we get a chance to negotiate with them. Hmm. Yeah. Uh... Cloak and badger. 
Oh, that's that's going to be the name of this episode, obviously. Cloak and Badger. <laughs> that's perfect. Yeah. Cloak, cloak and Badger. Yeah. That's great. Cloak in Badger? Cloak and Badger, like Cloak and Dagger. Oh, and yeah. Yeah. Badger. Perfect. I'm All with right. you. It's set. It's, that's canon now. Lock it in. Okay, I'll put Stripey inside my tunic so that his face, is, his head is poking out right in my of my neck hole. Cool. And we proceed. So you head upstairs, and the strong men at the top don't stop you as you make your way back towards the table. The two figures who were sitting opposite the one are standing up and leaving just as you reach the top of the stairs. Okay, um, I'll, I'll go ahead and lead the way and uh, let you guys be my burly you know, bodyguards, essentially, for this negotiation. Yeah, you're, you're backup dancers. We got you. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I'll walk over there and uh, attempt to sit down at the table. You fail. The chair knocks over. You like slide off the chair and stumble down and like make a fool of yourself. We'll, we'll stand behind you with our arms crossed, right? That'll look menacing. No, I'm not going to cross my arms. I'm going to I'm going to rest my right hand on my rapier hilt. So that looks like you're ready to draw it if you got your right hand on it, going across your body. Okay, okay. How about this? How about this? I'll I'll rest my left. I'll rest my left on top of it. <laughs> All right. Just, just make making people aware. Not that they're looking down at me, because they probably haven't even noticed me. But just, I think that people are now aware that I have a sword, <laughs> and I know how to use it. I stand behind Aslo's chair with my arms folded. Looking around the room, it seems like you are far from the only person here with a sword. Oh. You are probably the only person here with plate mail, or is it plate? I am wearing chain mail. It, it breathes. It's nice, you know, in the weather. Okay. So, yeah, there probably are a few people here with chainmail on also, but okay. not many. All right. As Aslo sits at the table, a woman's voice comes out from under the remaining guest's hood. Mm. She says, I hear you have need of my services. Ah, uh, yes, I do, my lady. I am Aslo Tendertoe. Have we met? I don't believe we have. And your name is? What you call me is your business. Ah, my business. That's exactly what we're here to discuss. I'm, uh, in search of someone with a certain set of skills. Would you happen to know anyone? I have many skills, and I know many with skills. Excellent. That sounds great. Perfect. Well, have a good day. See you later. Oh, wait. Well, yeah, sorry. We have, I, I forgot. We have to, like, be more specific. Um, yeah, we're looking... We have a... Shall we say a, a container... That is, in need of being opened. And when we've tried to open it, it was unopenable, if you catch my meaning. And I look uh, left and right to make sure no one's listening. Do you do, like, the, the air quotes? Yeah, for, every like, every other word. <laughs> yeah. We have valuables in need of liberation. Yes. Let's put it that way. Yeah, looking around, it doesn't seem like anyone else is really listening in on you, but there are several people watching uh, however, all of the tables are just a little bit farther away from this one than they are from each other. She says, You call on me for such a simple task? Milady, it does, does not have to be you. You don't have to uh, stoop to such a low level. I'm simply in inquiring for uh, uh, to see if you would know anyone who could do such a task. <sighs> Give me this container, as well as some payment, and I will see this opened. Perhaps we could trade a favor for a favor. You do us a favor now, and then you can call upon us to do a favor for you later. And what favor could you possibly give me? Jabba, this isn't a good idea. These people are <laughs> sketchy. I can do a favor for you right now. 
I'm really good at complimenting people. <laughs> I can write a custom personal compliment just for you. We also sell greeting cards. <laughs> if you are not willing to front the cash, then I am afraid our business is done. Oh, hold on, hold on now. We can talk in terms of money. What, uh, what would this type of service run? Allow me to see the container first. I, without even looking behind me, I hold up one hand and snap one finger. <laughs> I pull the, uh, the <laughs> iron box out of my cloak and <laughs> put it, like, place it in his outstretched hand. <laughs> Probably, like, too heavy for me, so I sort of, like, tip a little bit and then I have to, oh, <clears throat> and put it on the table in front of her. She leans down a little bit and picks up the box to look into the keyhole. And she shakes her head with a little bit of derision there. Amateur hour, I know. We're new at this whole breaking into things stuff. Ten gold and I'll get the job done. Ooh, ten gold. Wow. That's, uh, that's, a, that's a pretty penny there. What do you say we make it, uh, make it five and call it a day? <laughs> Can we get like a buy one, get one coupon or something? <laughs> yeah, it's a, I mean, it's a simple task, you know, as you've already said. By the way, do you own this place? Did you name it after yourself? Should we call you Madam Slug? Oh, wait, should I not have said that? <laughs> Shava. I just hold up one hand like this, a flat open hand to silence you. Sorry, Aslo. We were just about to negotiate a deal. That probably wasn't the right time to say that. After you say that, she pretends to ignore you, but then says, Ten gold will do the job. <sighs> By the way, as you are looking at her, you notice that uh, she's wearing a pure black silken cloak and with the hood pulled up her face is entirely hidden in shadows mm. almost unnaturally so like you can't see anything no glint of light in her eyes nothing wow. what about with a perception check well the bad news is i rolled a natural one the good news is for the first time in this entire podcast i get to use the halfling ability lucky which means i get oh, to re-roll right. any natural ones that i roll on a d20 so hmm. let's try that again shall we that would be an eight i got a 15 on my perception check would you like to perceive i'm not gonna roll no i don't want to look at her i'm scared <laughs> <laughs> just a slug inside as close as you try to look you still see nothing underneath the hood so is she, like, magically veiled? Some sort of sorcery? Possibly. It looks, like, unnatural. Yeah. Yeah. I want to know who she is. Yeah, I say, certainly there must be some kind of name by which you're known, even if it's not your birth name. The easiest way to find me is to ask for Blackblade. Mm. Hmm. But if you come looking for me again, you had better make it worth my time. All right, we'll make sure we have more complicated and expensive work for you to do next time. Yeah, like our taxes. <laughs> <laughs> she holds out her hand, which is covered with a black leather glove, palm up towards you. Aslo hesitates for a moment while he looks through his spells. <laughs> uh... Wait, aren't you giving her the money? He wanted to see if he had conjure gold pieces among his spells. Yeah. Or, like, find some other way to make this happen without actually paying money. Because he's a cheapskate. Yeah, halfling cheapness. Okay, so this is, like, the time that we went to the Alchemist Guild and I was too cheap to... <laughs> remember that? Remember how that ended up? Remember how that turned out, Aslo? Yeah, we were slightly more hurting for money back then. Yeah, this is a lot less. Yeah, cheapness is pretty much the story of Aslo's life. Um, so, yeah, he'll regretfully uh, pull ten gold out of his pouch and put it into her hand. 
Much appreciated. She just looks at the box and it opens. <laughs> so she pockets the coins first and then pulls something else out from inside her cloak, inserts it into the keyhole, and with a few slight twists of her wrist, pops the lock open Whoa. in less than two seconds. Impressive. Can I have that? It would do you no good. Uh, <laughs> all right. And she slips it back into her cloak. I reach out and grab the box and slide it over the table to Aslo and turn it around. I uh, sort of slide it back over to Shaba. <laughs> I, too, grab the box and slide it, but now I slide it back to Aslo. <laughs> <laughs> this is a fun game we're playing, guys. It's like hot potato. Okay, well, here's, here's what I was getting at. So I open the lid. Obviously, it's facing away from her. I take out the box's contents, right? Mm-hmm. And then if I if I just close the box again and put it in my coat, then it may lock again is what I'm thinking. So rather That's than true. having to pay 10 gold just in case, let's take everything out of it, and then I'll slide it back in my cloak <laughs> is so it, that it doesn't lock again. I'll, I'll ask the DM. Is it that kind of box? Is it the kind of thing where it can accidentally lock, or is it like a... Like a little clasp or like a click thing? Well, that, when you had it before, you had to actually turn the key again to lock it. Oh, okay. Okay. But Shaba might not know that. So we're safe to transport it? Yeah, I wasn't even there when you guys went and opened the box. Yeah, I don't really want to look at it like here with all these eyes. Right, that's what I'm thinking. Shaba. I don't want anyone else. We should maybe open this in the comfort of home. Okay. Yeah, we're surrounded by strangers in hoods and stuff. So, yeah, let's take it home and we'll look at it there. Okay. Uh, many thanks to you, Madam Blackblade, if I may call you that. As he's saying that, I lift him out of his chair and put him on the standing on the ground. <laughs> Come again, should you require my services. Oh, we will. And then she waves her arm as a signal to <laughs> and someone. flies out the window. And then two burly men named Biff and Rocco come to escort us away. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> we, uh, I think we roll out. As you leave, you pass by a middle-aged man who looks very nervous, approaching Blackblade behind you. As we're walking past him, I just whisper, Don't look into her eyes! And I keep walking. <laughs> <laughs> she has no eyes. <laughs> I just make it worse for him. And he sits down at the seat that you just vacated. She's like the godfather, but she's... A woman. Well, she's like the, the godmother, the... Th- Fairy god thief mother. <laughs> All right, we leave. <laughs> this analogy is falling apart. Let's just go. <laughs> yeah, let's just go. Uh, cut our losses and leave. The Damage Guild Podcast. Alchemy for your ear holes. Hi, everybody. This is Jay Stout, and I'm back. Son. Just kidding. Psych, I never left. I've been here the whole time. I haven't even gone on vacation yet. After I recorded last week's special listener message, I had the foresight to realize that when I get back from this trip, I'm not going to want to care about anything. I'm going to be rolling with those vibes until the clock strikes 5.30 Monday morning and I got to wake up and work. So this is a preemptive measure for my own mental health. So thank you for being a part of this and for allowing me to speak to you now so that I'm not speaking to you later when I am incoherent. So here's what we got going on with the show. We have social media accounts. 
We've got Twitter. We've got Facebook. You can get in contact with us by email. And there's a chance that we will soon have a Discord channel. A very helpful uh, and wonderful listener has offered to help us set that up. So we'll keep you updated on how that's going once we get that all arranged. Until then, subscribe on player.fm, subscribe on iTunes or Google Play, or if, you're, if you've been listening for this many episodes and you haven't subscribed yet, what's wrong with you? Just subscribe, okay? Make it easier on everybody. We've got a donate button. We've got royal decrees. You can, I could be saying your words right now instead of mine. Wouldn't that be great? All you have to do is go to our website, thedamageguild.com slash decree. And you can type in the words that I will then say for you. And it's very affordable. It's a very low rate. It's really just as a, a way to give something back to you for helping us out, for supporting the show. So, hey, if you've enjoyed hanging out with us, if you've enjoyed this collective experience that we've shared, if you've gotten something out of it, we've got a donate button and we've got a royal decree page. That's just thedamageguild.com slash decree, thedamageguild.com slash donate. You can go, and if you've got something to say, say it. If not, just uh, look under your couch cushions. If you're in one of those phases of life where you've already been through the couch cushions and you got nothing left to give, just give us a shout. Just say, hey, you guys keep it up. I like what you're doing. Or, hey, this thing about you is terrible, and you should change it. Not that we will change it, but we'll like hearing from you anyway. I love you very, very much. And I will see you in our next episode that's coming out next Monday, just like all our episodes do. So be here, be around when that happens, and we will look forward to it together. This is the Damage Guild Podcast. Well, Aslo, that was a cultural experience, I must admit. Yes, welcome to the culture that I come from. Many colorful people. Um, what was our next stop? Well, uh, there's a, there were a couple other things we wanted to do. We wanted to check back with Greth and see if he's inspected the ship where the Sahuagin might have gotten in. And we're close to the docks, right? Yeah, and we wanted to check back with the Alchemist Guild about the crystal, but that can probably wait till the morning, because they are probably closed down by now. Has it been as long as they said it would be? Were we gone that long, Shaba? I think so. I thought it was two weeks. I think Ezric said it would be like he would try to expedite it to like a week or two. I don't know. We could we could check and see. The final offer was two weeks, but it's been almost two weeks now. Wow, we were gone that long. Yeah, we were at sea for a while. You were gone hmm. for like 10 or 11 days, something like that. Yeah. So it might be ready soon. 12 days. So day after tomorrow is when it's supposed to be ready. Okay. Hmm. Um... As we're, so now that we've walked out of the, the tavern, um, Azo will kind of like snap his finger and, and remember something, realize something. I think he's asking for the box, so I take out the box and start <laughs> no, to no, give no, it no. to him. No, <laughs> keep that. Uh, that charade is, is over. Oh, okay, um, okay. Just hang out here for a second. I forgot something back in the, in the tavern. I'll be right back. And I scamper back inside the building. Do we need to plug our ears for you to have a, like a DM one-on-one moment here? or? Uh, no, that's fine. Okay. That's a little sketchy. I um I just go inside and I once I'm, you know, on the ground floor, I'll point up to where Blackblade is and I will cast a uh, message and say, 
We're also uh, for hire if, if you should need any special services. We specialize in um, uh, taking ships to places. I mean, riding on ships and um, fighting sea creatures. Okay, you got to and um, <laughs> twenty five words. Oh right, uh, I cast it again. <laughs> so, uh, sorry about that. I think I think we broke up there. Um, just let us know if you need any special services. Yeah, see, that's what I was getting at before, like a favor for a favor. She could hire us to do something for her in exchange for opening the box, and then she could see, like, that we're competent. Uh, you see. know, it, it never hurts to ingratiate yourself with people who are powerful around the city. Yeah, 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 that's true. I got caught up on the idea of giving her a really good compliment. <laughs> okay, and they can send a message back, right? Yeah, she can whisper back to me. So, you hear, noted, but don't interrupt my meetings. <laughs> I say very well, and then I walk away. You you don't get to respond again. <laughs> oh, rats! <laughs> <laughs> I just kind of hang my head and walk out the door. All right, guys, where uh, where were we again? Uh, we're headed either back to, uh, over to the docks to check with Greth on the status of the ship, or back to HQ for the night. I imagine. Um, yeah, let's go to the docks since we're already close by, right? Uh, sort of, except that there's a wall between you. So you'd have to walk all the way around to the gate. Mm, or we can scale the wall. Mm, you guys got those grappling hooks. We have rope and <laughs> grappling hooks. We can try them out. We haven't gotten to use them yet. There's like soldiers walking along. along yeah, how tall is this wall exactly? We'll save a lot of time. And get you in trouble with the town guard. <laughs> yeah, dude. Nah, they won't notice us. Let me see. I've written out how tall this wall is. For some reason, 20 feet is, is in my head, but I don't know if that's accurate. I think that was the other town. Most of the wall around here is about 30 feet high stone. Okay. Okay. Uh, we can take the gate. Yeah. We'll, we'll walk. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no, It sounded like fun, but we'll play it safe. we got to practice at, a, at using those at some point, Aslo. <laughs> like, just think, like, what if there was a time constraint, like a dragon about to eat us, and we'd have to, you know, get up a wall? I put my hand on your shoulder and say, don't worry, Tokus, there will come a time. Hmm. Yeah, we'll have to do practice drills up the side of Captain Clapton's building. <laughs> when we get home, we'll just grapple hook ourselves up onto the roof. If there was anything left to grapple onto, I'm pretty sure you uh, did away with that possibility. Yeah, that's true. It takes you about 45 minutes or so going around to get to the docks. So night has fallen completely at this point. But you make it there and you see that Greth is hanging down at the side of the ship, uh, sitting on a plank suspended by a couple of ropes. Okay. And he seems to be pounding on something at the back. Hey, Griff! Hey, I yell loud, but try not to startle him. Welcome! What brings you back here? We just wanted to check up on the progress of your repairs, see how it was going. Um, we know there was, was some kind of uh, damage to the hull after that Sahuagin attack because they got in through the bilge somehow, so we wanted to see what the damage was like. My repairs are almost finished, but it looks as though they took these three boards here, and he points to a large section of the side of the ship, just a little bit above the water level. They loosened these, pulled them back, and must have climbed inside. Uh, wow. So that would explain why the ship didn't necessarily sink, but why it was taking on water. Yeah, taking on some of the waves. Hmm. Oh, I see. Did it look like they, um, like this was pre premeditated somehow? Like someone else had already loosened it for them, or did these fish people just manage to do this from the water? 
I mean, no offense, Aslo. I don't think he's a forensic scientist. <laughs> no, but he's a he's a he's a ship guy. He he knows ships. Well, if I had to guess, I would say that these marks along here are probably from some tool that they used to pry it open. So something came from the outside, but I wouldn't be able to tell when or what. Perhaps a better question. Did you notice anything from inside the ship, like on the other side of this of these boards, that looked like someone might have helped from the inside? I can't say that we did. It looks like it was all taken from the outside in. They just climbed inside... Spilled a little bit of seaweed and water and kept on going. Hmm. Very well. Okay. Well, that helps. Any other questions? When do you get off work? As soon as I finish this up. Maybe another 20 minutes. I think we're uh, we're going to head home, but uh, if you want to you know, catch a drink with us sometime, maybe tomorrow night or something, let us know. While you're here, before you head out on the next voyage. Sure thing. You can meet me back at the Briny Devil if you decide to. Tonight? Uh, tomorrow. Ah, okay. Okay, I was going to say, we are. I'm already kind of plastered. Yeah. <laughs> From that bucket. <laughs> okay, the Briny Devil, we will look for you there then. And uh, by the way, if you happen to head over there tonight, if you hear anything about from any of the other ship's crews, anyone who's run into anything similar to what we did, let us know. All right. All right, well, we'll talk to you later, Griff. Have a good night. So I nudge Aslo. So we crash into your place tonight? Well, uh, I guess if you have to, sure. <laughs> I mean, I, c- I could pitch a tent in your front yard. Well, I, I don't have a closet anymore. Yeah, no, that's, uh, we've still got the, the table that, you know, one of you can sleep on, so. <laughs> and I guess the other one, I guess you slept on the ground, Shaba? Uh, yeah, on the floor. All right. Yeah, your ceiling's probably not tall enough to uh, put my tent up in. But I can just go out in your front yard and pitch my tent. It's too much trouble. Perhaps we can build a fort out of some of the furniture inside. <laughs> oh, that sounds fun. Well, like drape a blanket over the table and some chairs and make a little fort for you. Yay, we'll have another slumber party. Well, don't get carried away. I'll still be in the bedroom. <laughs> um, but you guys have fun out there. Okay, all right. Yeah, let's head back to Aslo's. Sounds good. Okay. When you arrive at Aslo's house, you open the door, and you're looking around, and you see the remains of the experiment gone awry. Yeah. Oh. With the... Crystal? Oh, the explosion? The explosion, yes. And you see that all of those bits of coagulated blood have joined together and merged into one solid (gasps) lump off in the corner of the room, pretty far away from where you were experimenting. Dude. So, like, skittered across the it's floor. It's alive. Uh, we shall name it... <laughs> Squishy. Uh, Mac. Is it moving? Squishy? Okay. Uh, not at the moment. Okay, so... Guys, that's, like, that's really gross. Um, it's a new pet. Chaba, you still have that <laughs> shovel, right? Uh, yep, I sure do. I don't feel comfortable sleeping in the same house as this thing. Do you want to uh, take care of that for us? But what if it's alive? What if it has feelings? Uh, there's an extra copper piece in it for you. If it has hit points, we can kill it. <laughs> we, you know what we should do? Like like bugs, like you know, people that don't want to smash bugs. We should we should scoop it and put it outside, okay. where it can live in its natural habitat and infect the whole town. Exactly. All right, I scoop it. I try to scoop it up with the shovel. Does it let me, or does it run away? <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> scuttles away. <laughs> and it latches onto your face and starts like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. It kind of jiggles a little bit as you pick it up, uh, and it seems like it's moving more than just you're shaking it, but it doesn't try to escape, or doesn't seem to. Okay. It's like a little jellyfish, like the kind you see at the beach that are like... Beach ridden. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Someone open the door. I do the thing where I hold open the door and I'm like, all right, come on, let's go, let's go. Okay. Okay. I bring it outside and I dump it on the ground and then I raise the shovel up over my head <laughs> and I slap it down on it. All right. So you stab it cleanly into two pieces. No, no. I slap it oh, like the flat, it. the flat of the shovel blade. I just slap it. So you're trying to pancake it. Yeah. Right on the on this dead center. Okay. So this slime splatters and bursts in all directions. <laughs> <laughs> you get a few drops on your boots. Oh man. And you see a few pieces kind of jiggle as they settle into their new locations. Start to try to reassemble. A couple of them are moving. Okay. What is it doing? I, I start digging a hole. Okay. And then I I start <laughs> shoveling, like I scrape. Right in front of Asla's house. Yeah, I scrape the little bits into <laughs> the hole and cover it over, and then I dig another hole and scrape some more into it and cover it over. And then I dig another hole, and I just keep digging little holes and like trying to keep it separate and putting it in the ground. We're gonna wake up in the morning, and there are these like tentacles growing out of the ground, like yeah. black tentacles. There's gonna be like a dirt golem yeah. outside the front door. But Aslo doesn't know any better, and he's <laughs> like, "Yeah, I think that's a good solution. Sure." Yeah, I mean, bury it underground. Okay, so you make lots of little holes filled with this strange slime, living blood slime. Okay, well. <laughs> Pretty sure that situation is handled. On to the rest of our evening. <laughs> That's not going to come back to bite us. Just take <laughs> off those boots before you come back in, Chapa, would you? <laughs> yeah, I definitely wiped the boots off in the dirt. Okay. Yeah, I guess we didn't have time to clean up that mess after uh, I got injured and we yeah. headed over to... Yeah, there wasn't really time, was there? We had to go straight to the boat. That's true. So, now that you've finally returned safely from your most recent excursion, and you have a chance to rest and meditate upon what you've learned, you advance to the next level. I don't know hey! All right! All right! The party is now level two. Hey! Hooray! Yeah! Nice! Uh, Tokus gains plus 11 hit points. (laughs) Very nice. So we wake in the morning feeling stronger than ever? Uh, Shall we check with the Alchemist Guild? Uh, Yes, let's do. I I thought it wasn't until a couple days from now. Oh, wait, guys. We unlocked the box. Oh, oh yeah. Hello. That's right. The box. <laughs> yeah. Did we look at the uh, box? Oh, yeah. So that night, we during our slumber party, which I insist is a slumber party, even though Aslo wants to be a party pooper, <laughs> we take out the papers and look at them again and, stu- and study them. All right. We lay out the maps on the floor, look at the strange writing, and maybe have like a little confetti party with the silver shavings. <laughs> No, we can we can sell those. Maybe there's something we missed about this stuff. Should we do some more checks this time that we have more time with the papers? We're not as rushed. Yeah, at least with the maps that we can see. There were various circles and X's over different towns in those two kingdoms. I described pretty much everything that you would see on the maps. Okay. So, mm. so it's just the language that 
is like the next step in deciphering. Yeah. Tokus, you were the only one who really looked at that before, right? The notes? I think Tokus and I both did. I will say that as you are examining it through the night, you come to the conclusion you're not 100% certain, but it doesn't look like this is another language exactly. It looks like it's more likely some sort of code. Hmm. Uh. Hmm. Like thieves can't, perhaps. That's not really a written thing. <laughs> mm, oh, yeah, that's just a slang speech. Well, maybe in this universe it is, Thane, okay? <laughs> maybe, Thane, maybe in the world that you're creating, it is. <laughs> so, wait, it's some sort of, like, like mm. a magical code? We need a cipher. Yeah, a cipher. We need to crack this. So, okay, so we went to a seedy tavern to find a lockpicker. If we want to find a sage or someone who's good with ciphers and codes, what's a good place to find a bunch of intellectuals sitting around doing nothing important? Oh, I know, a library. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Wait, what about the Alchemist's Guild? Wait, we're going to go to the official library of Ormog? Yeah. I've always wanted to go. Take a field trip there. We can get our library cards, the local public library. (laughs) Oh, I do need to renew mine. I mean, alchemists might know something, but they're not really linguists, are they? They're scientists. That's true, but they're still really smart. And smart people know everything. Eh, okay. All right, I'm with you. I'm with you. Wait a minute. So if this is a code, couldn't we crack it ourselves, potentially, given enough time and enough checks? I suppose. Ooh, Tokus, maybe you could invent a machine that runs thousands of algorithms every second and can crack the code that way. Something that uh, computes. And it'd have big tubes and we'd put like punch <laughs> cards in it and then there'd be bugs in those channels. Brilliant. All right, Tokus, start drafting blueprints. That won't take you long, right? Um, I'm going to work on that. Okay. <laughs> get to work. Don't sleep tonight. No, wait, I shouldn't joke around about that because you actually won't. Tokus, get some sleep tonight. <laughs> On a more serious note, I'd like to make some more checks on this thing, given now that we know that it's probably not a language. Yeah, Tokus, you're the most smartest one in this group, so why don't you uh, take a take a crack at that? Definitely, you're the smartest. SMRT smart. I, I think I should investigate the code. I don't think you're going to be able to just make a series of checks and <laughs> crack the code exactly. It's not really something I can investigate. Make an intelligence check DC 100? <laughs> it's just we don't even know where to start like we like what shaba was saying we don't know who to take it to he's thinking of going to the library yeah, how about you give me one investigation check that will represent your efforts for the night on trying to decode this deal i i lean over and look at uh aslo and i give him a nice wink trying to hint something and i look over at you and give you a wink back <laughs> why are we winking guys i wink at both of you I'm not sure. Well, normally, normally, Aslo, when I'm about to do something really, really difficult, you pay me some sort of compliment, and for some reason that helps me and comforts me and makes me uh, better at what I do. Ah, right, 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 of course. How how could I forget? I say, Tokus, your brain is like a balled-up, wet piece of cloth. A very large piece of cloth. Oh, okay. I was going to say I wasn't quite feeling the effects until that last part, the, the large part. <laughs> All right, got it. That's the closest thing I could think of that would look like a, what I imagine a brain is. I'm going to roll now. I'm going <laughs> to roll this dice now. And then I'm going to also roll this d6. All right. Uh, cool. All right. So, so this was investigation? Yeah. Okay, so that is 21 with help. I rolled a five on the help die. 
You haven't managed to decode large portions of this, but you do find a few of the smaller parts of the notes seem a little bit simpler and probably like they're directly related mm. to the maps in some way because you see, or you kind of figure out that some of the symbols represent different numbers and they seem to kind of match up with the numbers that were on the map. Huh. So hmm. what you figure out basically is that these notes are talking about whatever is on the map, possibly trying to explain it, but you're unclear on how they're related exactly. So they're linked. So actually maybe what we need to take this to is a cartographer, not like a linguist or a public library. Well, maybe. I mean, we can we can look at the map and get a general idea, I think, of what the map itself is showing. It's just what the words are saying that are the part we don't understand. Mm-hmm. Also, you forgot to paint a picture here. So, I wouldn't have done that as orderly and as neatly as you said. Like, Aslo's house is covered in various scribblings. Like, I've scribbled on the walls. I'm just like, I've got it. I've, wait, no, that doesn't quite work. Okay. And it's just like, there's paper littered everywhere. And it, like it's like that one scene out of Stranger Things yeah, just where say. like the whole house is a map. Like, spoiler alert. If you've seen that yet, that show's great. Season two, spoiler alert. So like that was that was way too orderly. There's no way I solved it that like that. So Aslo's like, what have you done to my house? <laughs> um, I try to think if there is any kind of establishment in the city that is either like an arcanium, a mage's uh, study hall, like a like a mage guild, anything like that. A sage's guild, a knowledge guild. A smartness guild. A guild of... Uh, <laughs> of being really good at knowing things. Intellectuals or professors. The chess club. Yeah, well, you know that Nanept is not particularly well known, and Ormog in general is not particularly well known for its... Smart uh, people? Magic. <laughs> <laughs> not really known for wizards and so on. So what is the alchemist guild, like the most magical thing we have? Probably. That sucks. So yeah, it's mostly a trade city and country. It's not really magical. Are you hinting and suggesting that we're going to have to go to another world? I mean, uh, city. <laughs> another plane of existence. Um, you could always try other cities or countries or whatever. There is the Library of Nanept, where okay. you probably find the most highly educated people. Yes. Okay. Oh, it is legit just called the Library of... Nice. Okay, that works. Yeah, let's try there. Tonight? No, in the morning. Oh, okay. So we've rested for the day, and or for the night, rather? Yeah. I mean, I, I can't sleep. This code is, like, consuming me, so <laughs> I will take I'll take an exhaustion, right? Yeah. yeah. I'll take one level of exhaustion, because I stayed up all night, and, like, I scribbled even more. Like, it's on the ceiling now. <laughs> like, you wake up, and you catch me, like... Like, Tokus, no, what have you done? Somehow, I've, like... I don't know how I reached the ceiling. I've, like, stacked, like, books or something, so I can reach <laughs> the ceiling. I was like, I ran out of places to write. Well, it's a good thing you only had that chalk that I bought you. That should uh, erase easily enough. Yeah, it's like a little itty-bitty sliver of chalk left. When we get back, I'm putting you in charge of wiping everything down. Okay. Okay, so we rest for the next morning. Except for me. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the library is in the Temple District, one of the nicer districts open to the public. And it lies conveniently between the slums where you are all staying and the mercantile district where Tokus supposedly lives. At least used to. I thought I gave up that room. He hired a new apprentice. I don't know if he did. He did fill up your room that you were staying in with all of his other stuff, though. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so I don't have a place there anymore. 
This rook will be fine. <laughs> so you arrive at the library, which is a large stone structure, four stories tall. Nice statues and carvings all along the outside, and especially in front of the main entrance. It blends well with the surrounding temples that way. When you walk inside, you see this whole building is floor to ceiling packed with shelves and books. Man. Mm. At least the whole first floor that you can see. Um, wow. Yeah, this place makes me tired. There's a lot of books here. Don't worry, Shaba. We'll, uh, we'll take care of you. My bonus language, by the way, is giant. I look around for books written in giant. Are they giant books, though? That's the question. <laughs> They're probably giant books written in giant. Yeah, I was going to say, they probably don't fit in the shelves. Maybe they're like large scrolls or tapestries, like war tapestries <laughs> on the walls. I feel like that's how giants would communicate. I also don't feel like giants would be writing very many books. Probably True. not. Okay, uh, we go around and hand IQ tests to everyone in the <laughs> library and say, please fill these out. Yeah, we're taking a survey. Yeah, we, uh, when we get the results back, figure out who the smartest person in the room is, <laughs> and we talk to them. And then you get a cookie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I say, hold on, Shaba. We don't need to go to all that length. We'll just uh, we'll just look around. We'll see uh, who we think the smartest person is. Okay. Scope the place out, sort of like we did at the at the bar, and see who we think looks really really smart. I sit down at next to someone who's reading at a desk, and I say, "Excuse me, are you smart?" <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a weird pickup line. <laughs> <laughs> who, do, who did you sit down next to? <laughs> just some random person. Okay. Read here often. <laughs> <laughs> You find a librarian who seems like they're probably intelligent. Is it Conan the librarian? This <laughs> <laughs> is a huge barbarian. <laughs> yes, can I help you find a book? <laughs> Don't you know the Dewey Decimal System? <laughs> I feel like I've watched that, but I've, I don't really remember it. Anyway. Um, you have. Okay. Do you know Conan the librarian, Jay? Or are you just making that up? Oh, no, only vaguely by name. I know it's a thing, but <laughs> I'm, I don't know if I've actually watched it. UHF Weird Al movie. Oh, okay. uh, <laughs> that's right. That's right. I have seen that. Uh, um, yeah, so we'll we'll look for some. Oh, the librarian. Yes. Yeah. You find a librarian. Yeah. He's probably in his 60s or 70s. Graying hair and a long beard. So, you know, he looks like he's intelligent because of that. <laughs> All right, cool, yeah. Old people are always intelligent when they have long beards. Good start. Excuse me, sir. Are you smart? Some may say so. I snap my fingers again. Uh, I take out the box <laughs> and put it in your open, outstretched hand. What my what my uh, associate is trying to say is, we are looking for someone who can help us decipher the meaning of the text on these papers. Would you uh, be adept at such a skill? I have solved many cipher riddles in my days. Sweet, dude. You're exactly the type of person we're looking for. We need you to solve yet another cipher riddle for us. And we will pay you in songs written by my friend here. <laughs> we'll pay you in stone tools made by my friend here. <laughs> yes. I have we'll a pay you in mechanical you devices. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I can take a look. And we can pay you in your desire for the pursuit of knowledge. We'll share all of our knowledge with you. <laughs> all every, of it. Every last drop. And I uh, hand him the papers. Or hand, I hand him like one that has a bunch of writing on it to see if he can just see what he thinks right off the bat. But Tokus discovered that the 
uh, writings were linked somehow to the numbers on the maps, right? Yeah, that's what it looks like. So he needs both. Yeah. Some of these symbols were just loosely disguised numbers. You think you've matched which ones are the numbers and how you can pair them up with the map, basically. Okay. So you can read the numbers on the papers. Okay. I um, take out the two sheets then, and I say, Tokus, why don't you show them what you've learned? Yeah, explain your findings so far. Oh, gladly. So I actually, all the sheets from your house I had stuffed into my pocket, and I, I get those out. They're all crumply, and, but anyway, I, I spread it out over the table. I'm wondering where you keep getting all of this paper. <laughs> <laughs> you do have <laughs> ma- lots of magic paper. He just carries a ream of parchment paper in with his, yeah. <laughs> with his supplies. <laughs> Anyways, I, I show him what I found. Okay, so you explain it first, and he says, oh, that is interesting. Um, where did you happen to acquire this? Under the sea. Under the sea. <laughs> Everything's better. Down where it's, where it's wet. Why do you keep busting out in random song? <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, yeah, we got it literally under the sea. Almost. Kind Almost of. under the sea. We, uh, uh, wait, hold on. I huddle up with, with the two of you. Wait, what do we tell him? Uh, we found it on a boat. Yeah, but then he's going to start asking questions like, why did we take it off the boat and whose boat was it? Uh, well... Obviously, it was the boat we were on, and we took it because we wanted it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I put on my monocle. Let, let me handle this, guys. I put on my Wait, monocle. Wait, Tokus. Yes, this was one of the puzzles that we got from the symposium. I don't know if you went to uh, that yes. this year. Yeah, it was one of those mail-order escape rooms. Yes, yeah, so we were having <laughs> trouble fi- figuring out the last one. Uh, we were hoping you'd help us to solve it. So you're just suddenly pretending to be really old? <laughs> yeah, use body language mirroring. It helps. Yeah. Whatever yeah, he's like, doing. Exactly. I'm technically an adult gnome. <laughs> technically. Mm-hmm. Oh, so this is just a puzzle. That's right. Just a puzzle. Nothing more. Something like this will probably take me quite some time. Will it take you two weeks and one piece of platinum? <laughs> <laughs> Is there a photocopier around here we can use? <laughs> we have scribes. Oh, sweet. All right. Hook us up with one of your scribes. Or maybe hook us up your th- with your whole team of scribes so we can get this all copied down right quick. And then we can keep the originals and we'll let you guys keep the copies. I don't know if we have the time or the gold for all that, Shaba. That's a, that's a great idea. Um, again, you're showing initiative there, but um, let's, uh, <laughs> let's let him keep these. And we'll make him. We'll ask him to promise to treat them carefully. I'm sure he does, as this is his line of work and everything. And uh, then we'll pick them up later. Oh, you said we'll make him. I thought you meant we we're going to kidnap him and put him in a room and make him figure it out <laughs> in exchange for his freedom. So I'll I'll work on this in my free time, and I'll get back to you if I come up with anything. I reach behind the desk and grab his book of crossword puzzles and rip it up, and I say, "None of this <laughs> till you figure it out." <laughs> Shaba, no, that was unnecessary. You didn't really do that, did you, Shaba? Assuming there really wasn't a book of crossword puzzles behind his desk. <laughs> yeah, don't. He doesn't have that sort of thing. Um, when you say free time, how much free time do you have exactly? Do you have like a social life? Do you go clubbing on the weekends? Could we maybe free up some more of your time somehow? Is there someone we could beat up? Are you like part of a quilting guild of some kind? I could work on it for maybe an hour a day or so. Maybe we could run your shifts at the library while you work on it. <laughs> yeah, I could use a new job. <laughs> Tokus, what are you talking about? You have a job with us. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> if you wanted me to put any more time than that into it, I'm afraid it 
I would have to charge for my services. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, like I said, why don't you just let us run this place? I mean, how hard could it be, right? <laughs> and then you just work on that while we're doing book things with people and books. Alba just starts pulling books off shelves and putting them back <laughs> in different places. I don't think that's going to happen. Well, uh, what, what say you, how much would we have to pay you for you to do it real quick? <laughs> like within the next 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> like, could you well, think real hard, maybe kick it into overdrive? With such a long code, uh, this will take quite some time to decipher. Mm, so we talking yeah. days, weeks, years, millennia? One of those will do. I just need to know, like, if we need to invent a time machine. <laughs> <laughs> if I bring in some of my friends, then perhaps we'd be able to solve it a little faster. Nice, nice. I like it. Could get this done in, well, I won't know until I've started trying to really decipher it. Mm, sure. My best guess would be maybe, oh, at least a day to copy all of the papers, just to write the final ones once we figured it out, and then probably a week or two, at least, to solve the cipher. Oh my goodness. <clears throat> um, this looks particularly complex. Yeah. So, what if you were to, like, say, call out sick for that week? Like, how much do you get paid every day? <laughs> Here, we could double your pay. Yeah, we could bring you lunch. And, yeah, we could run errands for you and just basically be... Do your laundry. Yeah. Just be your servants until you figure this out. I don't like to discuss my salary, but, um... <laughs> 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 what Shaba's trying to say here is, and I pull out a, a shiny gold piece from my, my pouch and I twirl it back and forth and I say, would something like this be of interest to you? I could probably get my friends to help me out for you know, the evening tonight if I had something like that to persuade them. Well, I was thinking, like, would this be worth taking the week off to you? Huh? Huh? And I try and hold it in the light to make it extra shiny? <laughs> See, I have a skilled position, and I earn more than that with my work here. As much as I enjoy solving these sorts of puzzles, I'm afraid I still have to support myself. I've got a place you could come stay at. You know, it's got a, <laughs> a table. Um, a table. You could sleep there. It's got a pantry, we know that much. <laughs> uh, Look, it's really important to us that, that this gets figured out soon, because we lack the intellectual capacity to figure it out ourselves. So we really need your help. I think I could probably get the others to work with me for a gold a night. But again, I don't know how long this is going to take. Sounds good. I grab the gold out of Aslo's hand and slap it down <laughs> on the table. I mean, are there other ways we could accelerate this? I mean, in my initial findings, I've only been looking at these for about an evening or so. How much gnome power would it take to figure this out? Gnome power? Yeah, well, I guess I guess you would call it manpower, seeing as you're a man. But yeah, how much gnome power do we need here? I'm afraid I don't know all that many people who would be interested and able to solve these sorts of things to begin with, so... Well, then we'll help you. Tokus is really smart. Yeah, I like puzzles. Could I sit in <laughs> on your gatherings and help solve it? I went to college, technically. Yeah, how about this? We'll pay you a golden night, and we'll be there, too, to help add extra brain power to help figure it out. I suppose. That sounds... Agreeable. All right, awesome. Well, here's a gold piece. We'll meet you here as soon as your shift ends tonight. All right. I, I tug on Shaba's pant leg. Shaba, no offense, but do you, do you think maybe you could handle snacks and drinks 
for this? Totally, I got you. I got it. <laughs> for the study sesh? Okay. All right, will do. All right, cool. Fried rat coming up. And, like, maybe maybe not actually help with solving it? <laughs> yeah, I, I will. I'll make sure you guys are fed and fueled for the brain work that you need to do. All right. All right, we'll see you. Uh, what time do you get off? When the bell tolls four. Okay, we will be mm. back then. See ya. <laughs> Peace out. We never even got his name. Oh, what's your name? What was your name? His name is Malwin. Malwin. I'm just going to call him Conan. Conan. <laughs>